0: Hello and welcome to the Common Geeking program. We are a book club style podcast where each episode we discuss a different topic from our own geeky and nerdy perspectives. I am your host Jeff Levitt, and this week we are going to be taking a look at the Batman, the new one. There's been lots of things that have been named Batman or the Batman or variations thereof. The new movie, the one, the the Robert Pattinson Batman, Batman twenty twenty two yeah that one uh and this time around i'm joined by two fellow nerds who can introduce themselves
1: hi i'm jocelyn you just heard me talk right there uh yeah hi
2: i am vengeance i am the knight god damn i it.
1: am
0: chowder it's like, every time he fucking does it it catches me off guard every time and he <laughs> does it like every episode so i don't know how it fucking surprises me every time
2: no one can ever know my secret identity okay uh this is a fucking really Go- easy one to pr- to see coming too yeah. <laughs> Go- goofy playboy time Chowdhury.
0: oh my oh god, god. <laughs> chowder you are many things a playboy is not one of them <laughs> yeah uh all right friends we're gonna start off by summarizing then discussing the topic and then we'll end with our little uh rating section where we decide if it was uh were, if it was good or not uh, well i mean i guess before we jump onto the summary how you all how you all doing anything interesting to fucking banter about
1: <laughs> oh god um
2: well on the I'm... 14th i'm going to mecca so uh, oh. nice i uh
1: i'm very very nearly done with a really dope show well yeah oh and it should be out soon-ish i don't have any actual information so i can't say more than that but it is a very dope show um and it's cool. been a lot of fun i've been on it since 2020
0: so oh yeah been real yeah <laughs> we haven't heard about this at all jocelyn's been keeping her secrets adequately i
1: I've, I've mentioned it very very briefly to you guys off stream but yeah it's right yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah that's all i have going well on that's though. exciting <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's finally, we're finally wrapping things up, and I'm still on, I have other stuff going on for a bit on it, but, like, I'm just excited for it to potentially air, because it's very dope, and then I can talk about it, and it'll be great. But that's nice. all I can say for now.
0: Well, good shit. I hope it's Batman.
1: Uh, tangential. It's probably not
0: Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay I, have to, I just have to tease out more uh more secret information from you by uh by just playing hot and cold I mean, and guessing random things i can
1: i can actually <laughs> say because things have certain things have been announced
2: is it that, that harley quinn show
1: it is not harley quinn show i'm not on the harley quinn show um paul dano is a confirmed voice on our
0: show uh, oh right yes yeah. okay I, I, was like, I was like i was like you know that. this
1: i just i have to like skirt around certain things but he right, he right, has right. been announced to be officially on it. Um so it's very cool and he did an incredibly good job on both this nice. and on Batman. So yeah.
0: Right.
2: Well, uh, speaking like, of, know, yeah. <laughs> you he was my favorite character in in the movie. He was man.
1: so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can get into this later, but just the fucking casting in this movie <laughs> was so on point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They knew what they were doing, uh, but yeah,
0: let's uh, let's hop on into the summary and kind of go over the whole uh, plot of the movie here. So yes, we have uh, a new Batman movie that is uh, unconnected from any of the other DC movies that we've gotten prior. Seems like. DC is kind of winding down in terms of trying to push their Marvel style DCEU or if they're going to do that or maybe going to take their time and start it at a, an appropriate pace with this movie I don't know Or uh, there's
2: nothing or they just use Flashpoint to do to just rush it yeah. along not or learning they, anything right.
1: honestly or they can just God be damn. like everything's in a multiverse so we can do whatever we want whenever we want and you guys should just have fun enjoy the movies
0: it all it's that that kind of thing always irritates me though because like i feel like most people have an understanding about different universes like that don't necessarily have to be in the same canon to be like everyone fucking understands that like you know uh that like the tim burton batman movies are not in the same universe as the fucking christopher nolan batman movies like you don't have to fucking explain away why there can be two different actors playing two different you know like it's it's the same kind of thing that made me mad a long time ago about like fucking doing days of future past where it's just like (laughs) oh we're doing this whole thing so we can change around the canon i'm like or alternatively you could just make new better x-men movies yeah we would all be chill with that. <laughs> like, you don't have to make it all make sense together because it doesn't make sense together it in really the slightest. <laughs> oh, I could fucking go on. And for also, hours like, about the like X-Men it sounds,
2: it sounds like Marvel might just use the old cast for the MCU X Men, and it's like, don't. Well, I, I yeah, I don't I, know I, about I heard, that because I heard I heard rumors, and it's like, oh
0: i hope not like the the only thing that we really know about that is that patrick stewart is showing up in the doctor strange movie but i don't know if that's gonna be just like a nod or like because you know we also have fucking ralph boner in from wandavision fucking not being that universe's quicksilver so i, I don't know it, anyway we're not fucking talking about marvel we're talking about dc but not really dc but we're just batman
2: in general like just batman i mean consider, just batman. considering how dc approaches th- their release schedule it might as well just be batman like half their comic, right half yeah their comics are batman ha- yep. <laughs> yeah yeah anyway they,
0: yeah they could just give this one the title batman this one is just batman doing batman stuff just to really differentiate and be like this is not your ben affleck batman who is with other superheroes if there are any other superheroes that show up in this they'll come later which i appreciate but i would also appreciate it if it was just a standalone batman universe like that's fine too whichever i would Um, i would love for this
1: to be a very noir down-to-earth bat universe and we finally get bat family that's all i want i want bat fam give me a story with that yeah really (laughs)
0: like actually could we do fucking robin as a child like really on screen ever for the first time (laughs) in like live action yeah i mean yeah that's the thing about batman that's always been kind of weird is that like there's there's they're just like dc universe batman who is like you know a big member of the justice league like top three members of the justice league and is very integrated in all of that and then when you look at batman and his solo stories it's like well like Gotham, if a city, as a city, has a very like weird sort of surreal like vibe to it that doesn't necessarily make sense on paper when you consider the larger world that it lives in. So it sort of teeters back and forth between being like a believable part of a like bigger universe and being like its own little like weird sort of surrealist kind of not really surrealist, but you know what I mean. Like it's uh, a, a also very like you stylized know stylized. It-
2: gotham being perpetually in crime it's like you do yeah. batman you you have your friends with the entire justice league you, they could help you out right yeah
0: <laughs> like that makes a little bit less sense as we go on like even yeah. if you don't have but, i mean Super- i guess
2: it even if you don't have superman doing stuff you could still get like the 50 rich business friends you have on the justice league and be like hey you know how that crime stopping thing we do what if we like yeah. pooled our built Trillions of dollars. Okay, yeah, I was like,
1: he's he's literally a billionaire who could just put money towards proper legislation to like, yeah, house homeless, universal basic income, a lot of actual crime preventative measures that are just supplied through money.
0: Yeah, he could do. I mean, that's yeah, but I mean, ignoring whether or not Batman's in the the like the rest of the DC universe, that's always kind of the case. I mean, they kind of skirt past it in Batman by saying like, "Oh, this is not a city where a bunch of people do crimes because of desperation. This is a city because a bunch of people do crimes because they're fucking psychopaths," you know. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you can you can fix the people on the street who are just trying to steal to to get by, but you can't necessarily invest fish, in mental fix health. The
2: Joker with what?
0: social programs, what? yeah. Well, what?
2: Well, one, he could like. Start a <clears throat> mental asylum that isn't fucking Arkham, which is fucking yeah, that isn't, isn't a prison. Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> and 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 two, all the psychopath supervillains still have to hire henchmen. Henchmen who yeah. are all sane and thus probably yeah. are doing it for the regular reasons you do crime and thus if you get rid okay. of Yeah. That's that's why just, it's I mean, a comic book. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Like the whole thing with Batman is kind of a inherently broken narrative especially like you know getting into you know, the more social conversations that we've been having you know more yeah. outwardly in the past several years but like also you know there it is unrealistic in some of its core premises too it's just like yeah why is this city filled with a bunch of people who just broke and decided to become crazy costume super villains like it, you know so like, <laughs> there's some suspension of disbelief that has to happen but yeah no i feel like,
2: <laughs> like bat batman uh- has like progressively like gone like darker and more gritty and edgier, and it's yeah. like uh, the more you do that, the more it brings into uh, calls attention to just the stuff that you normally would have like uh, given a att- uh, suspension of disbelief to, right? Like you know when Batman was yeah. campier, or
1: I think it, I think it depends on how you're making it darker. Cause like, yeah, because, like, for this, for this example, like, for this Batman, they went into a different style. Like, it's noir. So it's yeah. this heightened sense of drama where it's, we are, we, our suspension of disbelief is brought back because you're, like, in a noir, they over-dramatize how, how stuff is anyway. So it, it helps you bring that back. In that sense, for this way of doing it, darker. If you're just making it dark to make it dark, it's harder to do that. But if you're putting it into a genre that helps f- facilitate that, it sets you up for better success, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I get that. Because I be, like on the flip side of that coin, though, like I don't, you know, I prefer Batman being a little bit darker than the other superheroes, just because, like, I don't know. My my favorite Batman is always like, you know, the the DC animated universe Batman. Who is definitely like you know a lot more serious, like serious acting than the other heroes. And the campier Batman's, like the Brave and the Bold stuff, or like you know the Adam West stuff. It it kind of just like why are you Batman? You might as well just be like you know some goofier thing. Whereas like the Bat is supposed to be like a
2: dark inversion of
0: superhero. Th- I don't know.
2: But like even <laughs> in the Batman the animated series, you'll have like villains doing like stuff that. Uh, you'll have like characters like doing like James Bond ass stuff and like uh, having these yeah, giant no, intricate traps. You you know like it's still a heightened <laughs> reality. Like ju- you know, yeah, like, but it's, like, yeah. it's, it's no. more of Sad, the yeah.
1: like when you make him camp instead of a dark brooding, overly dramatic guy. I feel like you do kind of take away from the Batman. Like I agree with yeah. kind of with with Jeff of like. Like Adam West movie is like okay, but like I enjoy getting to be like, look at that emo edgelord.
2: lord. Yeah, no, right. Whereas like, like, like Adam, no, no, Adam like, West that's just fun like, about Like <laughs> that's something I feel about yeah. like the this Batman movie, the Batman, Robert Pattinson Batman. Like it strikes that balance between like the dark, broody emo boy and like just being ki- kind of goofy. Like that. Like this movie. Yeah, has like these moments of humor that are like.
1: There's, sorry, my, my there's just <laughs> there's one moment that is the best comedic timing, and I am it's just my favorite moment of the entire movie. Um, there's a moment where something that happens finally happens. I don't want to spoil that part, but then it just has uh, his dad's voice going uh. Um, and I approve this, I'm Bruce, whatever his name is, I'm whatever, Wayne, and I approve this Thomas message. Thomas Wayne. Just after yeah. <laughs> a very, like, intimate moment, and you're just like, thank you. I needed that. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like a pre lap for another scene, but it just is so, there's so much longer before we actually cut to that scene that it just sounds like right. this man approves of what just happened for his son, and it's just wild. <laughs> or or like
2: uh after they interrogate the penguin, like, they, you know, like, he's, like, tied up, and they just leave him. He's like, hey, are you gonna untie me? And, like, the camera, like, holds on <laughs> for, like, a few more seconds to just show him waddling. Just and stuck, it's yeah.
1: stuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: I fucking, I adore the penguin in this. But, alright, before we get <laughs> too much further deep into this, let's start to go over the plot a little bit. Um, oh so the movie doesn't really do like a proper origin story for Batman. I mean, I figure that they just think like, well, everyone, everyone pretty much knows that we've told that story so many times. So the the setting here is a Batman who's been active in Gotham for about two years, which is a, you know, it's a fun time frame to start at because like it gets over like, the, the kinks of like an origin story where he's still like, figuring it out, but he's not quite as polished as, like, you know...
2: And let me tell you, Batman has plenty of kinks. <laughs> Shut God the fuck it. up.
0: <laughs> um, so, you know, at this point, he's fairly well-known. Uh, he's already on good terms with Jim Gordon, who's still a police lieutenant instead of the police commissioner, but... Pretty much, you know, it's just the typical Batman origin, like the same stuff applies uh, Bruce Wayne, son of wealthy billionaires that get murdered. And he was a kid when he was a kid and he decides to go uh, train and try to stop crimes in the street of Gotham to avenge them, etc., etc. The usual stuff that's all present, um, you know, it kind of just gets dropped out throughout the movie. But like, you know, it's it's the, it's the usual stuff. There's no surprises there. Um, in this one, Batman is played by Robert Pattinson, which is really fucking funny considering vampires turn into bats. So the movie, uh, the movie starts out with this opening bit where we see like several crimes happening throughout the city, but Batman is sort of like narrating and saying, like setting up the tone for the movie and being like, I can't be everywhere at once. But if they see like the bat signal in the sign in the, uh, in the sky, then, you know, it's, it acts as a deterrent for crime, which is, a uh, you know, it's an interesting way of, like, setting up the, the city. Uh, a quick aside, though.
2: <laughs> I mean, how I much of a deterrent like, could it be t- if we see, like, three crimes happening?
0: Yeah, really. Well, I mean, I guess the implication is those crimes were happening, and then they turned on the bat signal, and then some of them stopped, right? But I, I would also think, like, okay, I would think, as a criminal, you would just wait to do your crimes until the bat <laughs> signal turns off. I don't know.
2: <laughs> but Or just do it during also, the morning.
0: <laughs> also, fucking quick aside, one of the three crimes that they show in the montage is just some dude fucking, like, doing graffiti, and I'm like, I fucking hope that's not the guy he goes to choose to beat up, because fucking priorities, <laughs> man. I think we can deal with some street art when some dude is literally robbing a bank or whatever. <laughs> well, one yeah, dude was, like, robbing oh. a
2: convenience store or something. Right, yeah.
1: And then the other was just gang of initiation beat up a man.
0: Right, yeah. You know, the usual. Just you, you see a guy in the street and you go beat the fuck out of him. You know. It yeah. Happens in places like Gotham that crime is rampant. Um but the first kind of like plot relevant scene is uh is Gordon, who in this one is played by Jeffrey Wright, which gave me pause at first just because usually when i see like jeffrey Wright and stuff you know he's got more like the bald shaved head but he really fucking like puts on the look as gordon here yeah. and i was sold pretty immediately when he yeah. started when he started talking in the movie like he makes a really good uh commissioner gordon I even also, if he's not you I know, really en- commissioner yeah i really
1: enjoyed their um f- relationship <laughs> their dynamic cuz like yeah. we're yeah, so no. early on in their uh story that it's like He kind of trusts the Batman more than he trusts anyone else, but he's also like, who the fuck is this man? What is this weirdo? one
0: (laughs) One of my favorite fucking weird things that they wrote into this movie is in Gordon's dialogue, in almost every single fucking scene, he calls Batman man. So he's just like... Hey man, we gotta go, or whatever, like that kind of yeah. tone. But it's like almost every line of dialogue that he has with Batman, he says that, or at least every scene. And I, I was just like fucking cracking up yeah. with the entire movie, because I really like this idea of fucking casual Jim Gordon just being like, hey, hey man, we gotta, <laughs> you know, it's like clear that they're like, you know, they're kind of like equal partners in the scenario, whereas like previous depictions, like with the Gary Oldman. Gordon it's just like oh he's working on the inside but really he's kind of working for Batman or they're doing their own things but it's clear here it's just like oh yeah, yeah. Gordon and Batman are just talking as equal partners yeah, who he's are trying like, to detective th- this shit out together. This is a
1: dude he trusts to bring in that's not part of the, like he's like a for hire yeah. detective kind of a guy. Yeah but, like
2: like yeah, some, a, a depiction in fan art that I've come to kind of love is like this depiction of like uh, uh Jim Gordon like being like, "Hey, Batman, don't, don't, don't be so down. Uh, you want some orange slices? Want some apple juice? You know, like just this <laughs> wanna, very want to solve some murder. Just yeah, want to solve some murder. <laughs> just this very paternal little relationship to Batman, where no. where no, I, while yeah. Batman's just like Robert Pattinson, Batman is just like being like, okay, yeah, and like being all sulky and well, stuff. Eats one orange.
0: Well, it's slice. also just like." It's a different dynamic, too, when it's just like, okay, yeah, Gordon is the lieutenant, but he's not, like, high enough up yet that he's got, like, responsibilities that directly conflict with the things that Batman is doing. So they're very much, like, on the same page. Like, there's no question, no conflict between them at all in the entire movie. They're just, like, on the same page. I'm working from the inside. You're working from the outside the entire time, and it's very, you know, yeah. The it, only it almost reads as the only it almost reads as if like they were in on it from the beginning when he decided to be Batman, which I, you know, I don't think they're implying. No, because he does of, have like, a moment where he
1: doesn't know who he is. Like they kind of yeah. make it apparent he has no idea who this this bat un, under the bat mask is. But I do like that his right. on, the only tension in their relationship on that level is the like, Gordon to the rest of the police because he's just sitting there sticking his neck out the entire time for this weirdo. And everyone else is very, like, (laughs) I really do love that they don't downplay how weird it is that this man in a leathery costume is just slowly walking around a building looking at clues. Right. Like, everyone finds it weird. Like, this is
0: not a superhero movie. You know, this is not a superhero world. Like, this is unusual what he's doing yeah
1: and i i really enjoy that they just let us sit in how awkward it is for someone to start to be a vigilante because it is
0: yeah anyway so uh gordon lets batman onto the crime scene because the mayor has been shot and killed by a serial killer who we find out to be the riddler he wasn't shot though like
2: the uh the way he was killed oh, was sorry. like he yeah, was, he was... Blud- bludgeoned by like a carpenter's chisel or something so oh yeah. that's right yeah. yeah you're right
1: forgetting all the clues no, that's my Jeffrey. Bad.
0: you're right it, it, it's been fucking like a month since i saw this movie yeah they <laughs> oh, so um,
1: hard on laying all of these little clues for us jeff we have to make sure we pick them true that
0: up. yeah so they've got like the question mark there and then like the real reason that gordon like specifically made sure to let batman know this crime scene is because there was a note left for him specifically. So we're kind of setting up that the 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 Riddler is doing something and he, he wants Batman to kind of figure him out or to be involved in it. We're not really sure, but there's like, you know, he's involved somehow. So this is like new to all the characters in the movie, but for the audience, it's pretty clear that it's the Riddler because like, you know, he's kind of newly established at this point. Like we get a question mark and some clues or whatever. So if you're watching the movie, you're like, well, okay, this is the fucking Riddler. We've seen we've seen a fucking we Batman know before. Comics. We know about the Riddler. Right. <laughs> but, you know, he's not, like, an established character in the uh, in the universe is what I'm saying. They're not like, oh, here's this clue. Therefore, it must be the Riddler this time. Like, the Riddler's a new guy on, on scene in this universe. Uh, then kills the current police commissioner, Pete Savage. And uh, this, again, he leaves another fucking note for Batman. So... It's starting to set up like, okay, this guy is not just like a one-off murderer, like he's a serial killer. And they're trying to figure out like the connection between the police commissioner and the mayor. Um, And uh, meanwhile, while this is happening, we have this, uh, you know, after the the mayor was murdered, obviously, they're sort of gearing up to, you know, go back into elections. And uh, the main standout candidate is a woman who's I forget how her name is pronounced in the movie, but it's spelled oh, it's Bella, and then it's spelled R E A with an apostrophe L, real. Wait, wait. I think it's real. <laughs> is, is
1: how, real? Is how yeah. How
0: it. She's. I
2: don't know if she's a character. She's supposed to be
1: like the real ch- down to earth person. She's
2: keeping it real. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: it's it's a very <laughs> yeah, heavy beautiful
2: handed. and real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's a very heavy-handed joke, and I love it.
0: She's yeah, she's supposed to be like the main kind of like progressive candidate. Although like things we see from her, although like everything we from,
2: like everything we hear from her is like just kind of neoliberal. Is yeah, it's it's very like
1: it's very generic talking points, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like like like, fix Gotham, and it's like okay, but how?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, like, but there is also the backdrop of like this movie seems to be set like I think the thing that they're really running into a lot is that Batman does not really work that well when set in you know like n- closer to present time. So it feels like like I don't know if they ever like really say when the movie is set, but it they, feels like de- 80s or 90s. Doesn't no it? no? De-
2: they no. definitely use stuff like thumb drives and smartphones oh. and uh, yeah, they advanced use, technology. They use a thumb
1: drive. And I'm pretty sure that we hear the, the, the year that his parents die or the yeah. year that um, okay. the, they open well, the I'm orphanage. I'm just talking out of my
2: ass then. Yeah, no, they, uh, <laughs> I, I remember the year they die because it's the same year as, like, that Shrek came out. So, like, uh, <laughs> so, so,
0: you know, there's. A... Oh, yeah. Okay. It takes it takes place in 2019. All right. Look at that! I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, because
1: oh, I only knew that because I know they specifically gave the year that the orphanage opened because it was relevant yeah, to fair. the plot.
2: And also, they use a thumb uh, drive. But, yeah, I mean, and it's like literally made from a thumb, <laughs>
1: The thumb which is drive. another
2: bit of <laughs> like, oh my god, that, that was that,
1: so. That's that that's killed. when you that was one of the first things of the clues that he solves is that there's a thumb drive because the the cut off the mayor's thumb and it was yeah connected to the drive. And that joke, because it is, I think it was meant to be played for laughs. That is the first instance you're really told the vibe of this movie. For yeah. Me. I was like, oh, yeah. we're going to do that kind of humor. Okay, we're going to have a fun time.
2: Yeah, no, no. Like, no, when, it's when, also when that like, hap- That's the kind of. Yeah, when that happened, I was just ahead, like, sorry. oh my God, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> it was great. Uh,. Anyways. Well, it's also just, like, because that's the kind
0: of, like, sick joke that the Riddler would make, yeah. you know, so it's not necessarily, like, oh, this is the film's humor as much as, like, this is what they're setting up the Riddler to be, no, which but is the good, because fil- it's, like, but but it was,
1: the, it was the Riddler is always It was been, how it was shot, it was how they reacted to it, like, all of that comedy built into it, I was, like, this is, this is gonna yeah. be a yeah, time.
2: Yeah, but, like, the film's peppered with that kind of humor, too, and it's not always related to the Riddler. Yeah. Like, I mentioned, like, the penguin waddling, but there's also a scene later on where like Batman's like uh, flying slash gliding through the air. And like uh, he hits a bridge and then hits up, he hits a bridge and then he hits like a truck and it's like pure slapstick. Yeah. That, that fucking really stood out to me because
0: it was like, when I watched that, I was just like, Oh, 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 okay. I guess, I don't know when you're trying to make like a more, like, it's definitely a heightened reality movie, but when you're trying to make a movie, like, feel more realistic, throwing your main character into something that just, like, 1,000% should kill him on impact is... I don't know. That, that totally... That stood out a lot for me, where I'm just like, why did they make that choice? Because I didn't really... I don't know. I didn't think it was that funny when I watched it. It was just, like... Oh, I, I was dying of laughter block- from that.
2: Oh, I... Huh.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, for me, it was just like, oh... It felt like the intent there was to show, like, okay, he's not, like, really expert level yet. He's just kind of figuring shit out. But, like... The in- the
1: entire car chase for me, I was... Full disclosure, I saw it in, like, the, the seats that move as you're watching. Oh, yeah? Which... So, like, I was in a 4DX theater. So, A, it was raining every time that they were outside and it was raining. So, that was fun because it- it's a noir. So, it rains a lot. and you're just like oh is it raining in here every time um because it's like a little it's like a drizzle it's really wild um the only time this like the seats had like little impacts here and there but then the car chase you feel like you're in a car that's about to like get crushed because they're in a car that's about (laughs) to get crushed it was the most actively in like invested in a car chase i've ever been because i was like Robert Pattinson I need you to be driving a tiny bit better right now this feels very unsafe (laughs) for me and it was very so like for me I was pure please learn to drive better sir like this is scary but it's because I'm involved yeah but
0: like but but that's a very like specific
1: way of (laughs) viewing this movie
0: (laughs) for me it's just like okay there's a certain level of like you know superhero suspension of disbelief like oh yeah they get punched up and tossed around a lot then i can accept or whatever and usually it's like okay the character has superpowers so like you know i can accept that they're you know part of their superpowers might be that they're a little bit more durable than a normal person but to have like fucking normal human being bruce wayne barely wearing any kind of like real armor i mean his armor is like bulletproof but like to have him fucking like fly down with a hang glider and then get, like, whipped up and yeah. then smacked by a truck. Yeah. And I'm just like, that really kind of pulled me out of it. Because I'm like, oh, no, okay. I, yeah, no, I know how you feel this because... This like, cartoon levels of you should be dead and we're just ignoring it kind of yeah.
2: thing. No, I, I, I get how you feel because, like, you know, in an earlier scene, you know, Batman was, like, trying to disarm a bomb and the bomb, like, blows up in his face and... He still yeah. lives somehow? Just like, and let's not get it started right. on, like, uh, Alfred, who doesn't even have the armor, had a bomb blow up in his face,
0: somehow fucking lives. And he doesn't have, like, <laughs> any real scarring on his on his
2: person. Yeah, yeah, much either, yeah no, you know? his, his makeup's still immaculate, Alfred. Yeah, so there's
0: some stuff like that that I feel like I don't know like i'm fine with that kind of stuff if the movie like i'd be fine with that kind of stuff in like a tim burton batman kind of movie because it is so much more like heightened reality whereas this feels like it's attempting some kind of groundedness and then to like toss in things like that where it's just like okay we all know like how human bodies react to things like that right like you know it it feels very like I don't know. It, it pulled me out of it. But anyway, enough about that. Uh, so yeah, we've, we've got our candidate here. And like part of the thing that, you know, kind of characterizes her is one of the things that she does is she starts lecturing Bruce Wayne about how he's not doing enough for the city. And it's supposed to be like a, you know, dramatic irony kind of joke thing where it's just like, I mean, we know that he's doing a lot for the city as Batman. So to get like, you know, you really could be doing more for the city is supposed to be kind of like a funny kind of line. But at the same time, it is sort of, like, setting up this, uh, this like, you know, internal struggle within Batman because, like, she's right, you know? Like, it's setting up the idea that he has to both be Batman and Bruce Wayne, whereas in a lot of other movie iterations, we see Batman kind of playing the, you know, playboy philanthropist socialite as Bruce Wayne as much as we see him being Batman, whereas in this movie... He, he's really only Batman. He doesn't want to be Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne at all. Right. Like when he's Bruce Wayne, he's just like brooding off in the corner and being weird, right? <laughs> so it's like, I feel like it's starting to set up this narrative like from, you know, a moral standpoint that he has to also be Bruce Wayne and like do things with his money that benefit the city. But then also, you know, like, eventually i assume like in the next movie we might get to a practical standpoint where it's just like hey dude if you just keep acting like a total weirdo recluse who came back to the city about the same time that batman showed up people are gonna figure it out like you have to put on a bit more face
1: (laughs) it's wild and i you know i because because her saying the stuff about like oh because her entire thing of saying you can do more for the city also circles back weirdly to the plot and i don't
0: Mm -hmm, yeah
1: partially because like she doesn't realize it at the time, but, like, the fund that she's talking about is plot relevant, and it's also, like, yeah. the first time we kind of get established of, like, oh, there's this fund that the the city was using that, the, like, he hasn't been watching over, and then it does circle back into that, and I just liked... They, they really took their time laying those little, like, nuggets of information in random ways so that when you get to the information being told to you, you're like, oh... I mean, we did hear about this. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. They they, the movie, they laid I mean, the groundwork I mean, for the clues for us as an audience to try and figure out, even if we yeah. had no way of being able to connect the dots, which was kind of cool.
0: Right. Which is, you know, it's neat because the movie is playing less like a
2: superhero movie and more like uh, the mystery you know, like detective a detective story. noir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, which yeah. like I feel like Batman's at his best when it is a mystery, a detective story with like a James Bondy right. kind of twist. Like, do it where the villain like let's
0: not fucking forget that the d in dc stands for detective comics because batman is the detective and it's always i feel like flashier and more tempting to like show off all of his gadgets and stuff on the big screen when they're doing movies about him but when you get to, down to the core of a lot of batman stories like that's another really interesting aspect of his character that doesn't really get explored a lot so i do like that they're kind of going that way
1: yeah in this
2: universe yeah um
1: Sorry, I just wanted to point that but, out because it was also like a nice little
0: where, nod to all that. So,
2: so like, where are we in the summary right now? I feel like we've lo- I've lost the place on that. <laughs> well, we I,
0: I was just talking about the the uh, the the candidate for mayor being revealed, right. but uh, yeah, to to move it on here, um, Batman ends up like they end up discovering, I forget exactly how they did. Oh, the, the thumb drive, right. We talked about the, yeah. them finding the thumb drive in the mayor's car that has evidence that he was having an affair with, uh, with some woman or at least having some interaction with her. I don't remember if they just thought it was an affair or if that, what was, what it actually was. I can't remember to be honest, but, um, it's, they see him interacting with this woman, Annika, who, um, you know, we get introduced to later uh, at the Iceberg Lounge, which, if you're at all familiar with the comics or any other vi- iteration of Batman, the Iceberg Lounge is the nightclub that is run by the classic Batman villain, the Penguin, who uh, is played by Colin Farrell in this movie with a bunch of makeup and prosthetics, yeah. and is such a good character. The, the best this character in the movie, honestly. He was- um, so Batman goes to confront the Penguin, and you know he kind of plays dumb but when he's at the the lounge um also relevant here is that in this like i don't i don't know if this is usually part of the penguin story but in this universe the penguin is also kind of the like right hand man of the crime boss carmine falcone who is played by john tuturo which was uh gave me pause at first <laughs> i don't know i am just falcone is i feel like usually portrayed as being kind of a little bit more similar in body type to like the penguin being like thicker or whatever. And I, John Turturro has kind of been ruined for me by the Transformers movies. Like I have a hard <laughs> time taking him seriously in anything when I just think about his fucking character in Transformers. Um, but he does end up being a really good casting choice. But just thought that was worth mentioning. But at the uh, at the lounge, he meets Selena Kyle, or as you might know her, Catwoman. Who uh, I'm fucking I'm just fucking mentioning the goddamn cast here is is played by Zoe Kravitz again another inspired casting decision <laughs> she does really well in this movie and uh, he he figures out that that uh, she was actually roommates and friends with this woman Annika who's you know having those interactions with the mayor so basically she goes missing Annika does not Selena Kyle. Um, and Batman ends up recruiting Selena to, like, go undercover at the Iceberg Lounge and, like, wear fucking camera contact lenses. Uh, and uh, basically they end up finding out that the, uh, the police commissioner who was killed, Pete Savage, was actually working for Falcone. And so is the current DA, which is making him, like, the likely candidate for the Riddler's next Murder. I've been talking a while. Anyone, you want to interject here?
2: Uh, wait, where do we leave off? I'm, I'm sorry, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we just found out through Selina Kyle that the, uh, the DA is also working oh. for the Riddler. Um, right. And that kind of transitions to, well, A, Batman also finds out that Selina has some sort of connection to Falcone. But it's a little bit unclear as to what yet at this point in the movie. And then this transitions to the Riddler does end up uh, kidnapping the DA and putting a bomb collar on him and having him answer riddles to save his life. Uh, and he's like, Batman is there and helping out yeah. with that. I'll, but then I'll, the last also, like also riddle like, is something I want to point
2: ahead. out is like you know how he makes his entrance where like he's stomping around in his like combat boots and it's like how how yeah. are you a master <laughs> of stealth with boots like those? You know you're just like
1: right. Poof
0: yeah this is definitely a a heavier set batman and doesn't uh, it doesn't once throughout the entire movie do the at least i don't remember doing the thing where like gordon is talking to him and then turns around for like half a second and then turns back and he's not there anymore but just realistically must be just like hiding around the corner or something (laughs) like that
2: which
1: Uh, (laughs) which I feel like it had to have happened when they were on the that roof of the the It it, it like happened a couple was. of times,
2: yeah. Uh There okay, was a couple
1: yeah. of times where he <laughs> was left cuz they they're at the the crime scene and he's just gone. There was there was right. there was one or two times, but and every time he was just kind of was like, "How did he?" Like you you can tell that Gordon <laughs> was also like, "How did he do that?" <laughs> <laughs> cuz he's he's um, less like annoyed but... and more just like
0: The plot kind of thickens here because uh, the last riddle and the one that the DA doesn't answer and ends up getting him killed is the Riddler is trying to find out who the it's going back in time a little bit and talking about how uh, like Falcone's rise to power because the previous crime boss who was sort of in charge was forget his name. Do- doesn't name, really matter. The, is... the
2: important thing is Falcon yeah. like, wretched power from that dude by, by, like, uh, because, like, he got busted uh, and Falcone didn't, so now Falcone's but, running in the city. And he kind of, like, made sure that he
1: made sure that the other guy got busted and put well, up Well, we
2: don't find it. that so out the... until, we don't find that out till later, like, like, uh, you know, right. like, yeah. the Riddler <laughs> is, like, basically trying
0: to find out the identity of the Or maybe, I mean, he might already know, but he's trying to lead them in that direction. He's trying to get everyone else to
1: realize who's doing what.
0: Right. He's, like, trying to, to rat out, you know... Uh, and it's really funny because, like, the clue he leaves is a rat with wings, right? So they're talking about like the rat within falcons or like within the uh, the organization. Yeah. And the entire time they're like a rat with wings. It could be a pigeon. And I'm just sitting there screaming at the fucking screen,
2: going, "A bat! A rat with wings a is a bat!" Yeah, yeah no that that was assholes. one of the things. That, I <laughs>
1: think that was the didn't... only clue that was really dumb.
2: Yeah, like, like you know, they're they're like. Well, in Spanish, uh, like, my first thought is, same as you, Bat. And they're like, well, in Spanish, that's a euphemism for pigeon. And, okay, I've actually heard that euphemism before, too, so... But yeah, but then no, they're I've like... But also, the Spanish
1: was wrong.
2: <laughs> uh, the Spanish was super wrong. And I love that Penguin had to point that out to them. Uh, no, but like... Well, Andy
1: Serkis pointed it out, and he just fucking ignored it.
2: Like, uh, like they're... Like, their line of logic is, a rat with wings, a pigeon, but what else could it be? A penguin. And it's and they go after Penguin. Right, yeah. That, yeah so, it's like, like, maybe the
0: penguin was the rat, and he's got wings. And, <laughs> so and like, then they go after the...
2: Yeah, and then they go after Penguin, have a car chase, finally, like, tie him up, interrogate him. And Penguin's like, am I the only one who knows Spanish? El rata is wrong! <laughs> it's la rat!
0: And it's also... And also, just really funny too, because like, the, this is another reason that I fucking love the penguin in this movie, because he just keeps saying all the things that I'm thinking, yeah. right? Because they're like, they're, they're interrogating him, and he goes, A rat with wings. Do you know what that sounds like to me? A bat. That sounds like a bat. I'm like, Thank you, Oswald. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and like, eventually they're like, A rat with wings. Like, a falcon. Falcone. And I'm like, That's no, no, you're stretching it too much too much well but yeah well, I mean, also they were stretching it but that was the answer wasn't yeah. it yeah
0: well,
1: no yes and no but like also him pointing out the l was wrong was just for them to be able to figure out fucking url
2: url that right that
1: fucking that's... website <laughs> it was a fucking uh, website fuck. and also that exact thing Like that website was something that they had done as a um, ARG before the movie came out.
0: Yeah, it's like a real website that you can go to and like answer. And and there had been
1: stuff on it prior to the film's release. So when I saw him type that in, I was like, wait, wait, that was part of the ad campaign. (laughs) (laughs) And now the website has like sequel relevant riddles and stuff, I guess. Uh,
0: Fun fact. That's exciting. But, uh, yeah, no, so, I mean, I, I forget the exact order of events here, but I want to kind of just, like, push through the plot a little bit so we can start talking about it more. There's also the Riddler, like, he ends up targeting Bruce Wayne, and then the he, like, leaves evidence for the Batman there that suggests that, you know, Thomas Wayne was corrupt because, like, before the Waynes got killed... Uh, Thomas Wayne was running for mayor and we find out that basically um, there was like a reporter who was, who was like threatening to reveal the fact that, you know, that Martha Wayne had previous, like uh, which she was like previously in an asylum for like mental health reasons. And uh, we're led to believe initially that, that uh, Thomas Wayne hired Falcone to kill the reporter uh, and then we find out via Alfred, because you know, Bruce is although, obviously freaking the fuck out about this. Although like I feel uh, like... we find out from yeah. Alfred. Scar, go, right, go
2: ahead. Yeah, like like yeah, no, finish what you were saying first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we found out
0: we find out from Alfred that, you know, Thomas Wayne like, you know, made a mistake basically and 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 just wanted Falcone to uh like you know, to, like, threaten the guy or whatever, and it was still not great, but he didn't want him to kill him, and then when he actually killed the guy, he was like, okay, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna, like, bring you down with me and I'm, I'm stepping down from, you know, trying to be mayor, and I'm gonna, like, let them know what happened, like, let the police know what happened, and then it's the implied that Falcone then you know, murdered the Waynes in, you know, so that he couldn't reveal that. And that's what God
2: Bruce Yeah. Parents and, like, I with. feel like that's that's a real fucking cop out. Like, I don't I, know. I definitely feel that way. Like, well, one, there's this running theme of, like, you know, finding out that, like, the systems you or the things you put your faith in are corrupt, you know, like, uh, uh, Batman yeah. finding out that, like, like finding out that the police are corrupt and being controlled by Falcone. Uh, Redler finding out that Batman doesn't see things the same way as he does.
1: Honestly, and I, I it's, liked... It's uh, all
2: over the place. And, like, uh, uh, Thomas Wayne is kind of the lynch felt like the linchpin to that, where Batman has to question, Wow, the thing I became Batman for kind of sucked. Maybe I should think about why I do this but also, yeah but, it, but it also
1: there was an entire moment where yeah it, it, it i I actually kind of liked that he had to reevaluate everything he knew about his family because a his his dad's a, a, a billionaire so there was probably some sure. actual susness there and for him to have to address that is nice um but like yeah. his dad was still a good person we do ultimately find out that his dad was yeah. trying to protect his wife, who had mental health issues, and having that be a public thing that like hurt her, but, yeah, her. and like make her right, worse yeah. in because now she has to deal with the repercussions of everyone else knowing something she didn't want them to know. So, like, I actually really liked that it was the person being an asshole was being an asshole and manipulating things to make the Batman reevaluate without realizing he was making the Batman reevaluate. Um,
0: right,
1: but like. He was just trying to play this mental game on Bruce Wayne. He didn't realize what he was yeah. doing for the Batman. But right. we also get the Batman get that reassurance from Andy Circus. I love him as Alfred, by the way. He's great. Um, <laughs> but like, he's like, no, your dad, your dad was meaning well. He did actually, his intents were good and that i like yeah. that
0: it because it, like
1: it, it was nice I, I liked this full circle of it that
0: that's my thing though and like why i'm glad that they kind of like walk um, not walked it back but like you know made the opposite reveal that like okay he wasn't actually as you know it's like i don't know i i i take issue i think with like okay just making it i don't know I'm, my words are not coming out <laughs> properly but like i think that it's I'm not usually a big fan of stories when it's, like, revealed that, like, the Waynes had a lot of, like, really corrupt stuff going on. Because it's, like, I sort of don't want them to continue being relevant parts of the Batman story, you know? Like, that's his motivator, but... But
1: but their story is There's
0: parts of... Right. Like, there's part of it that, you know, like, I I agree with you, Jocelyn, when you say, like, well, he must have been kind of skeevy because he's a billionaire. And that's, like, that's... One suspension of disbelief that I have to take in when looking at things like Batman or Iron Man or Green Arrow is just like, yeah, the part of the suspension of disbelief is in the superhero world, you can be a really rich person and also be a good person. Whereas in our reality, I don't believe that to be the case, you know, like there you have to have exploited people to have gotten to a position like that, you know, like, yeah, I guess with batman it's one thing because he's inheriting it but also like realistically like yeah you could just donate all of your you know yeah funds into social programs it's like there is a suspension of disbelief there that like if we're accepting you know if like we're taking the oh yeah billionaires are inherently bad people thing then that kind of just breaks the whole batman story in and of itself it really <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it it it's like but, but like know. you know like, like in I, real I, life, i can they're... see why you think it's kind of a cop-out chowder, but like yeah, It, it, I don't it didn't I, I just feel think that it's, like uh... a
1: cop-out. I think that plotline can feel yeah. like a cop-out, but I think that the way that they did it feel important for him to have thought about it. And I'm glad yeah, that it... it wasn't true and that he didn't have to, like, actually grapple with it. But, like, I'm it's it's nice that we're not just kind of, like... Like, I don't know. I, I feel like they could have made it... They could have handled it in a way that would have felt way more cop-out.
0: Right, like... At the end of the day, it kind of lands as like, okay, yeah, Thomas Wayne was a person who had flaws and made mistakes and wasn't this idyllic father figure that, you know, Bruce Wayne thought he was. It, you know what, you know what, it kind of reminds me of Chowder is, uh, is Steven Universe yeah. <laughs> and how, like, they just spend so much time, like, adding greater and greater, like, atrocities that Rose right. committed throughout the series that it's just like, could you just fuck off and let her be dead and not make, and you're like, I get it. We had to have the shift from, oh, she's perfect to, you know, she has flaws and makes mistakes and doesn't always do what's right. But then it just keeps going. Yeah. To like, oh, yeah. She was a monster. You know, that's why I was glad that they walked that back. Because like, all
2: about like characters forgiving each other. Rose is the only one that goes right. unforgiven. <laughs> and it's like the only difference between pre- Rose is better than almost all the people you you've forgiven. Like, the only difference between her and them is she's not alive to make her case. She's dead. Right, exactly. So it's like, I,
0: I mean, I know like, obviously Batman is not a story about fucking forgiveness in the way the Steven Universe is, so it doesn't quite follow the same thing, but like, you know, there's a certain point where it's just like, okay, I get that we have to take these figures that, you know, are like, presented as, like, idyllic by our main protagonists and make them a bit more human and capable of making mistakes. But for me, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to transition to being like, oh, yeah, actually, your parents were actually bad people and you have to grapple with that, you know? Like, it still works in the same context, but...
1: It's also, like, we were told all of this information by someone we already established for the audience is not someone to fucking trust. Thomas Wayne was a horrible person from someone who was actually a horrible person.
2: Yeah, but also so, Riddler also, sure. like, revealed it as well. And, like, Riddler, not a good person, I'm saying, but, like...
1: Uh, no, but uh, he was also saying like, stuff Ridd- in a very Riddler,
2: different... Riddler, Riddler wasn't
1: is- saying, the like, that... Like, because he also didn't have all of his facts straight either. But, like... The Riddler wasn't trying to paint him as this guy who had a bunch of people murdered, which is what Falcon no, I mean, was trying to do.
0: No, but the Riddler was trying to trying to paint it as basically exposing all the corruption in the city, and Thomas Wayne was a part of that. So, like, he was
1: but basically
0: implied... Riddler's
1: Riddler's thing was he made this entire fund that let people take advantage of the money. That yeah. was how Thomas Wayne was involved, in his mind, was Thomas Wayne was aiding and abetting all of the crime and corruption so he is also at fault that is what the Riddler was saying the Riddler was not saying Thomas Wayne hired hitmen to have people murdered because they were going to talk bad about his wife
2: then why wait then why would Riddler just even bring up the dead a journalist. Like, the reason he brings up the dead journalist yeah. alongside because Thomas he, Wayne.
1: Because he knows that there was corruption involved in getting that journalist murdered. And he wants us to figure out who the fuck did it. I mean, I, because I it was like either he... Falcone or, or Bruce or Thomas Wayne hired someone. It's one of those two awful people had something happen to this journalist.
0: I don't remember the exact details. My recollection of it is that the Riddler is trying to expose that Thomas Wayne also... Was responsible for getting this person killed. Yeah, but that's the impression that I got. I don't know for sure. That's what I remember. But you could be right. It's the way that
1: they're presenting it, though, where it's like from all of the people we're being told things, we're already supposed to be suspicious of the information being given to us. Is my is is, is my is my position here of like it's not like we're being told by Alfred. Yeah, he hired a hitman. Like we're the way we're being initially told all this information is with a grain of salt so when it's backpedaled i don't
0: think that's true though i mean i think that's true of the information we get from falcone but that's how it read for me because i
1: was like i didn't i didn't ever really super trust that thomas hired a hitman and if the if he did it was to protect his wife's like, mental health secrets, and I was like, honestly, if that was what he was doing it for, cool. Yeah, I mean- Like, that was my personal takeaway from it. I was like, if he hired this man to do it, and it was for that reason, I actually kind of don't care that he did that for- Like, he shouldn't have been writing that article in the first place. That's kind of shitty to do to someone. So, like, fine. Maybe don't murder him, but, like-
0: Right. I mean, I don't know. The way I read it, though, is, like, I don't think we are ever supposed to be questioning the information we get from the Riddler, right? It's supposed to be like, oh yeah, he's exposing all this information and this is relevant. We should be paying attention to it, but that doesn't excuse the fact that he is, you know, but I, serial w- killing when I people. Was, when, so,
1: in in my watch from it though, it felt like that the information of who killed the journalist was murky from the Riddler, mm. if that makes yeah, sense. you
0: could be right. It, yeah, like, I, 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 I think because of the context clues
1: around but... it and having Falcone say it, it was implied right. that it was Thomas, sure, but yeah. it felt like the Riddler was like, and the journalist died what's up with that because he was like oh this was all happening this and then the journalist died i wonder who did it and it's like oh
0: right it was sort of like okay he the riddler suggested it and then batman went to falcon to confirm yeah what it felt like to me but anyway enough (laughs) about that individual point because we do need to, to move on here um so, uh, yeah, I mean, we gotta zoom in through the plot a little bit here. We find out that the Falcone is actually or the Falcone that Falcone <laughs> is actually uh Selena Kyle's father, dun, and dun, dun. you know she's yeah got basically I, I the impression I got is like she started working at the iceberg lounge to get closer to him and try to like bring him down, right yeah,
1: um, yeah, I think so. I think she was either trying yeah, to get it's... validation or take him down. I think so, she def- kind of would have yeah. been okay with either option. <laughs> definitely at that take point. him down. But it seemed but yeah. more, seemed more angry.
0: And uh, yeah, eventually we get the like they they follow all of the Riddler's clues that are kind of like really laid out for them to follow, and uh, they end up discovering the identity of the Riddler. Uh, but like they expose Falcone as the one who was actually the rat. And they're bringing him to, like, arrest him. And the Riddler shoots him while they're arresting him. Uh, Catwoman also tries to kill him at some point, And they have, like, a whole fight because Batman's like, no, you're, you're throwing away your... soul." You know, classic Batman stuff. He doesn't want to kill people. Um, and Catwoman is totally chill with killing people. <laughs> and that's their conflict. Um, I
1: love that for her. Uh,
0: but, yeah, so Falcone gets killed. And then they bring in the Riddler... Uh, who is Edward Nashton, and when they said Edward Nashton, I just straight up yelled at the the screen, cowards! (laughs) Because, come on, you're doing the Riddler? Commit. His name is Edward Nigma as in enigma. Mr. E. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I love it so much. As
0: in stupid pun names. It was sort of the same thing how, like, in the movie, they, like uh the penguin whenever he like introduced himself would only call himself Oz when i'm like okay but your full name is Oswald Cobblepot let's not downplay the ridiculousness of this character's name but fucking whatever
2: it's whatever fine. we have to make
0: everything a little bit more realistic by calling him edward Nashon, which i know is another name that he uses in the comics but it's also a cop-out name yeah. from the stupidness of edward Nigma, and we have to call him oz instead of oswald cobblepot fine okay we can't just have a funny silly time with our batman villains being stupid idiots That's who are names things movie. that are clearly <laughs> yeah really Anyway, that that was just why I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, and, fuck and So, off. yeah, anyways, uh,
2: you know, Falcone gets shot by Riddler. They they catch Riddler and, like, you know, Batman's in, like, uh, some sort of interrogation room with, no, it, jail? Bat- Arkham, right? They bring him oh, to yeah, Arkham, they bring, Arkham yeah. yeah. They bring him to Arkham and, like, Batman's, like, questioning him and, like, you know. but and Paul Dano
1: gives one of the best performances of yeah. his life.
2: Yeah, no, it's yeah, really freaking good, man. <laughs> uh
0: I really love that moment where he's just saying, like, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, and we're like, oh, fuck, he's figured it out, he's cracked the code, and then he keeps saying that, and then he transitions to, like, Bruce Wayne is the only one that got away, but you can still get him because we're partners here, <laughs> and then it shifts to, like, a oh, fuck he wasn't like leaving the batman clues as like toying with him he was trying to communicate through the batman because he thought they were on the same fucking like righteous mission or whatever to clean up corruption yep. and batman's like oh f- okay well i be mean, good he doesn't know that i'm bruce wayne i guess but <laughs> but fuck also it. oops fuck, i fuck, got falcon murdered oh fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean like and okay he's just like no i don't do what you do yeah. and then they have this moment where they're basically realizing that they are not on the same page and like, and he gets and so really
1: mad well at the Batman, yeah, yeah. and I love
2: it. I, yeah, I, I love that, like, breakdown in where he's like, Oh, no, no, like, no oh, you're no, an no. idiot. This isn't how it was supposed to. Something like that. It was great. Uh, yeah. Also, I, get, I can loved, we just say, like, Batman, he, you know, he he's like all, I don't kill people. And yet, he so obliviously leads people to their death, like, you know one of the yes. riddles, the riddle that <laughs> yeah. Falcone the riddle for Falcone was bring him to the light and he will seek see justice and like Batman just like brings him under a street light like yep nope don't yeah, yeah like he's that arrested no in... and <laughs>
1: yeah. and he didn't even realize that that's what he had done either is my favorite part and he's like I told you to bring him into the light he's like, oh oh yeah, you did. <laughs>
0: like his realization it's another thing are just so good it's another thing that it feels like okay we're setting up a inexperienced batman who is learning through trauma yes like how his mistakes at will affect things and i like that because it's like it's transitioning to like yeah he's not going to like even two years into the job be like the fucking contingency upon a contingency detective that Batman ends up being eventually, like these are the things that maybe will bring him to that point. Like, I don't know for sure that they're gonna like really pull it that way yeah. in the uh in the next movies or whatever, but it's laying down the seeds to make all of that realistic. Like he is a very unpolished Batman. I think
1: and, it, like, it's also very important to say, side note, that this is not the end of the movie. There's still more. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: That's yeah. yeah Which I is mean, wild so that we've caught that...
1: the Riddler and they've realized they're on different pages. And yet there's still yeah. more movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. Basically, R- yeah, Riddler reveals that he, had, hours. <laughs> he has a bigger plan. He had a bigger plan where, like, he floods the city by blowing up uh, some floodgates and dams and stuff. And, like, Batman's like, New York oh, city. shit. It's fine. And Batman's like, oh, shit. And then, like, uh, oh, you know. It, there's it, also
1: a really important part where they're like, when they finally find the Riddler's house, because that's where he shot uh, Falcone from they realize he's been a vlogger um, and that he has...
0: <laughs> or he's, like, on the, he's, he's, the deep web. He's, he's on, on the on deep web, and he, but websites, he's yeah. a, he
1: posts his videos on the deep web and has, like, I think they say he has, like, 400 500 followers, followers. 500, 500 followers. 500 followers. Wow, that's so many. Yeah. And they actually say that that's a lot of followers in the moment, and I'm just sitting there <laughs> like, that's not a lot of followers. That's not. Well, but, again, but... But we then find out that they're part of this plot. When the dam breaks, like they're part of the like, yeah, the, we are legion, kind of a thing. And like, well, and you're like, oh, 500
0: followers all in the same city might be kind of a lot, though. Yeah, you know, like, if it's we'll Gotham, see, like, which
1: is New York City, is one of the most high population cities in the United States. And if it, listen, if Gotham okay, is New York
0: City. This is the re. This is another one of the reasons that I had the impression that the movie was set, like you know, in the '90s or early 2000s or something, because like the internet just doesn't seem to like really exist either than like a tool that is used from time to time rather than how the internet it, is so in ingrained. the real world, yeah. which is like yeah, the internet is like three quarters of our fucking society is the internet. I think the bigger
1: thing for this was that 500 (coughs) followers isn't a lot until a large portion of them are holding guns.
2: Yeah.
0: Because
1: 500 (laughs) people with guns is a lot. Yeah, but like like we we only really see like a dozen
2: people at the... Yeah,
1: but like that's still a lot of people like to realize there could potentially be up to... Five hundred people involved in this—that is a lot. And I I think they kind of like. For me, it was a really funny joke that then had the rug pulled from me when I realized the implications of it later. And I was like, "Oh, that's why they said that line." Because it led me like I had that funny moment of like, "Oh, that's not a lot of people. Oh shit, that's a lot of people actually. Yeah, that's a lot of people for for a job, but that's not a lot of YouTube followers."
0: Um. But yeah. but yeah well i mean it also like well it, it's like i get why they made that number because it's like okay that's a lot of followers for someone that we've never heard of yeah you know what i mean in terms of like how, how is have, this not like, on our radar a normal amount of followers then someone would have yeah reported it yeah. <laughs> um but anyway yeah enough about the fucking riddler's followers. But, but so yeah so he they... ended, the, it ends up his plan ends up working and he does flood the city But the last part of the plan is killing uh, Bella Real, the, the, you know, the person who is presumably going to be the next mayor of Gotham.
1: That was her acceptance speech night.
0: Oh, yeah. Because the election happened, she she won. was the new mayor.
1: And they were having the acceptance speech at Madison Square Garden. Gotham Square Garden? Yeah. Is that what it's called there? (laughs) I don't remember what it is. But it's Madison Square Garden.
0: (laughs) Gotham Square.
1: Um, Sure. But they... uh, It's apparently also where they evacuate people to in times of crisis in the city. So he knew Uh by doing the floodgates that they would all be forced there so he could, more people would see this act of terrorism. Um, Right. And they try and they fail because the PD, like, they're able to talk enough and the police are able to stop certain parts of it. Batman's able to stop certain parts of it. Yeah. Catwoman's able to stop certain parts of it.
2: I mean I mean, um, yeah. I mean anyway, the city, the so city gets flooded. Batman
0: Batman saves the day Render, There's this whole yeah. narrative about how he wants to not just be a symbol of fear and vengeance in the city anymore, but now actually be a symbol of hope, which is presumably gonna, you know, work into him being more proactive. Bruce Wayne and yeah. Philanthropic in the next one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although like um, there's
2: this one like bit where it's like, I don't know if it's played it's supposed to be humorous or not, but like, you know, where there's like one part where like Batman's like Holding one of the Riddler goons and he's like, Why'd you do it? And the Riddler goon was like, Vengeance! And he's and like there's this look on Robert Pattinson's face that's like, wait, did I say that earlier? <laughs> and it's like Yeah, it's it's yeah. supposed
1: to be like a a realization moment for him of like he helped partially cause this. Like yeah. this entire like, thing this is, the, is
0: because this is what yeah, he's but inspiring like, I, as was, being bad. The way yeah, yeah,
1: he's acting funny. is instilling this.
2: Yeah, yeah. But the way like when I saw it, I ha- I couldn't help but chuckle just cause like the look on Robert Pattinson's face, where it's just like, "Wait, didn't I say that? Did I do this?" Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: but um,
0: yeah. So that's that's pretty much where the movie wraps up. We do get a little. Selena she- uh, Kyle teased. leaves with her
1: cats in a cat carrier on the side of her uh, yeah. And like, yeah, and she's like,
2: and she's like. Let's go rob some billionaires and it's like. And, and he's like, Ugh. And, and Robert Pattinson's like, uh, so long as it's not that Bruce Wayne fellow. He's pretty swell. His
0: exact words. <laughs> it's just that meme of the the fucking puppet who's like looking forward and then putting and then giving side eye. You know what I'm talking? Yeah. About? He's just like, um,
1: <laughs> he really like, does uh, that uh, look
0: yeah. though. <laughs> he he does um, that a lot. Um, uh, they also
1: did kiss. Like but, they're a thing, kind of. But yeah, like, they can be uh together yeah. obviously star-crossed lovers the
0: usual and then right uh, and then we get a we get a tease to the joker which we don't really have to talk too much about no, but we don't <laughs> at all but yeah that was a very long and drawn-out summary of the Sorry. movie but is there anything else you individual? it's a long it's a long movie it's a long it's long three movie hours and there's so
1: much to talk and about. it has a
0: lot going on yeah
1: um
0: um but yeah my, I mean My it's only just, real like, thing to talk the... about
1: is that Paul Dano fucking crushed it. Uh what's yeah. his name as Penguin? Is that Colin Farrell?
2: con yeah. yeah. He
1: fucking crushed it. The makeup department crushed it. Yeah. Um <laughs> like
2: Yeah, man, like every, that makeup could survive explosions. A, Very impressive. Film
1: it was a department. beautifully well crafted film. Like that the people yeah, making that this was film like... crafted it. And I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and that—that's honestly the thing that I like. I, that I came away with the most from it is just like, first of all, the casting was all very good. But second of all, I really like how this takes a step back and doesn't feel like, well, I mean, frankly, a lot of the past superhero movies that DC has produced, where they all feel very reactionary to whatever Marvel is doing. Yeah. Whereas this feels like, okay, we are making an honest attempt to make a good movie in its own universe, and we're gonna be willing to take our time with, you know, having things work out, and it's not gonna feel necessarily like a big superhero movie, and, like, we're gonna let it be fucking this, like, three-hour noir, where frankly, like, the Batman doesn't even really, like, get to the bottom of anything. The entire movie is him just, like, following the hints that the Riddler gives him, and then just, like, finding the answers that the Riddler wants him to find. Yeah. And there's no, like...
1: Yeah, it's. There's no
0: fucking, like, parlor room scene where it's just like, oh, but we figured out who the Riddler is. Like, the Riddler's plan all along was seemed to be to get captured, you know? Yeah.
1: Like, and he, like, they did not have any idea who the
2: Riddler was until the Riddler wanted them to know. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Like, the Although, Riddler was in like the movie complete didn't control be, of the entire thing. I feel thing. like the
2: movie didn't need to be three hours. Like, I kind of wish the movie just mm-hmm. ended after they caught Riddler and, you know, Batman has well, this confrontation the and, like, you know, he and Riddler. They
1: actually they they could have actually made it like probably 2 and either 30 minutes or 45 i could see them cutting some stuff down and still keeping the full plot yeah. that we got actually there there are certain things minor things here and there that you could have actually taken a little bit of air out of because it just was yeah so much time that wasn't helping with the ambiance of it um it was because there's there's just certain things where you could have tightened it up a tiny bit and probably gotten it closer to probably two hours and 45 minutes which would have felt yeah. a bit better for the
2: audience I, but, yeah but I, mean, I, mean, I, like, I enjoyed I wasn't it. A, like here's my controversial hot take i think i don't think the whole flooding se- sequence which is practically just a fourth act to a to this film uh needed to be there i think it would have been better off leaving it at batman confronting riddler uh realizing uh having a realization uh, and you know having that sort of bittersweet moment where it's like oh yeah riddler won batman has to think but, about but
1: if he yeah but, but if he doesn't my problem with that if we don't have that like we don't get to see how batman changes based on the information that he now has like we're just right, stuck exactly. with batman realizing he has to change and then have to potentially wait for if this movie got a sequel which yes it already has been greenlit for a sequel but at the time of us watching it we had no way of knowing that so it would have felt very um unsatisfying and anticlimactic for us as a viewer and for the character to just oh batman lost which is i i do think there are times where you can do that and have it be a really poignant message the first movie with a character probably not the best way to do that
0: Mm. yeah and i think i i I think that they they hit a good chord with that with the whole flooding thing because then the whole idea of him saving the the new mayor i think was able to give him enough of an actual win in the story where it's like oh yeah the riddler's plan did not go completely off without a hitch you know we still got enough of this whole the riddler one kind of thing because like they played exactly into his hands how he wanted it to but at the end of the day batman was able to still save someone at the end of the day and i do think that's important because like if it just ended the movie, like, with all of that, it's just like, well, then why... Yeah, Batman's just as Batman accomplice. Batman even there, right? Like, he like, could have just like, done it without any of that. Like, literally, you know?
1: <laughs> if, if we had ended the movie with him finding out that he had been a pawn for the Riddler the whole time, so is Gotham. Right. Like, that's... Like, right. this entire ending arc is more about his connection to the people of Gotham and his way of stepping forward for the people of Gotham mm. than it is about, like... And like it's, it's the riddle still one and there's, we're still going to deal with the effects of that. But also he's realized he has to actually protect Gotham. He can't just beat up some guys in an alley and call it a day. He needs to actually be there when it matters.
0: And honestly, you know, like I kind of prefer a long movie sometimes if it's willing, like if it, like I agree that there's definitely areas where they could cut some fat. But it's hard for me to even fully say that when I think about the fact that, like, well, part of the real winning aspect of this movie is how it does feel like it really does take its time with everything. Like, nothing is super rushed through, and we still, we get, like, you know, three characters from Batman's rogues gallery, the Penguin, Catwoman, and the Riddler, and then a little hint of the Joker, right? And it feels like a world that is lived in, in a way, because, like... Though, yes, all three of them are active parts of the story, it's not like this typical superhero narrative kind of thing where it's just like, okay, the villain is doing this thing that is personally connected to the hero and he has to beat him at the end of the day and there's no reason for this villain to still exist after the storyline is over So that person. Like, the Penguin and Catwoman... uh, Catwoman was a bit more involved, but, like, the Penguin was mostly just there, like, doing his stuff. Yeah, he's just running his club
1: and, like...
0: Right. And, like, he's still a bad guy, but he's not, like, oh, I'm trying out to get the Batman the whole time. He's just, like, I'm trying to do my thing, and the Batman is sometimes getting in the way. Whereas, like, as opposed to, you know, all the villains being, like, very highly motivated to just break the hero, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it all, it felt like all three of them had their own kind of, you know, things that they were trying to do, which Batman would get in the way of, but, like, it, it would it doesn't feel like it would be weird to see any of them again. You know what I mean? Whereas like usually how it goes in a lot of superhero movies is like they end up killing the villain at the end or the villain ends up dying in some way because like, well, that person's story is really complete at this point. Like we've seen what it does for the heroes. Whereas like it's more to it than that with this, you know what I mean? This all felt very, because it feels like
1: we're establishing a lot of stuff. And so there's now a lot of threads that they can pull at for other movies, yeah. oh, which is really uh, nice. Yeah. Like it feels like there's a lot that All they right. can still play with.
2: All right, I'm gonna like make my prediction for the next Batman movie down now. I think they're gonna try to do like an adaptation of like No Man's of the No Man's Land story arc uh, if for the. That's the one that
0: starts out with the, that, with the fucking Riddler flooding Gotham, is right? That the,
1: that's not Court of Owls, right? That's, that's a different thing? No,
2: that's not Court of Owls. That's a different thing. Okay, no, Man's, it, no Man's Land starts... Our
1: Pats has hinted at Court of Owls. Uh, being,
2: I mean, it, yes, they could be. Just to, I mean, like, the basic gist of No Man's Land, you know, has a lot of room to, like, do what you want with it. But, like, you know, in it, like, uh, uh all the bridges in Gotham are blown up and like Gotham basically becomes isolated and the government's like, you know what? This is a lost cause. Fuck it. And so like, uh, Gotham is like without electricity, awesome. it's gone like pure Mad Max and like now Batman has to like, uh, uh and like all the supervillains have like, you know, carved out their own like uh part of Gotham where they like mm-hmm. run things like, like, a Lord, Lord running a thief. We sort of did that in in the third Chris Nolan movie, though, right? I mean, hmm. n- kind of, not really, because like in No Man we didn't really
1: get to go into it enough.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if it's it was not, touched like, on. But, it was like, a mean, very
1: surface level.
0: Like there is a isn't there is a Batman comic though that like the entire premise of it is literally the Riddler has flooded the city, right? and they're dealing with the aftermath I, of that like that's that's the starting premise i, I
2: don't i'm not sure uh but i don't yeah. know the title i don't of know, that movie, comic, I don't but know that enough about that the is Batman a comic <laughs> but- i just do
1: know that there's been a lot of speculation that it could be the court of owls if they're choosing to go more with the bat family because i think a lot of people inc- don't hold me to this but i think including our pets. We're saying that it would be this would be a nice world to bring in uh, god, what is his name? The first Robin, Dick Grayson, whatever his name
2: is, Dick Grayson, yes, Dick Grayson, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, that it would this would be one to like not not like at the jump of this next movie have him have a Robin, but like by the end of the movie, he's now got a sidekick, yeah, probably, yeah, I sort of feel like
0: I mean, like, yeah, I want them like. That's the thing with this movie and my grander issues with the, you know, like, what the DC movies have been like more recently is, like, I really want them to take their time with this story. Like, I sort of feel like we shouldn't do Robin until we've lived enough with this character that he does feel like he's the more, uh, like established hero in the play, you know, cause like right now we're still figuring out Batman and we need Batman to, to like get to full Batman but status like, before we on, do Batman and Robin. Depending
1: on the comics though, Batman has not figured mm-hmm. his shit out by the time he accidentally adopts a child. Yeah. Um, uh, cause like uh, that's, that's a lot of the times sure, it's but, not I mean, helpful for him. I
2: mean, here's the have... significant thing yeah. about like the way no man's land ends. It's like, uh, you know, like everything's going to shed it uh the he- the villains look like they're win winning- they're about to win and batman like makes out a call i i'm sorry i th- i thought i could do this on my own i realize now i i i need help I need-, I need to work with people and like you know that's like a rallying call for like the whole bat family you know with robin batgirl and ev- everyone to like come together and like make make the city right and um uh, uh, save gotham and that is, kind of like how no man. So you know, I could kind of see like
0: that so, happening in a.
2: Up- sorry, I'm looking up
0: here. There's there's this like Batman Year Zero, uh, which lasted like an entire year. And the first part of that Secret City, the story begins with Gotham Gotham City being destroyed in a flood, that the Riddler caused.
1: Hey, hey.
0: so they could do that. So one. they might be doing that uh, one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much more about it than yeah. that, but. I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I,
1: that... I, this is this is just one of those worlds where I believe that this Batman could accidentally get one of his Robins killed.
0: Oh um, man, if they fucking did a full on that's that's the thing is just like i'd like a whole fucking but like, like ongoing batman cinematic universe <laughs> where we can where we can have dick grayson and have him age out of being robin and then yes. get jason todd and then do that story where jason todd dies and then like by the time we're fucking done with this you know robert pattinson will be like 50 and we can do fucking and you know, you know
1: when, like, yeah. as long as the script <laughs> is interesting Returns enough shit. he'll fucking do it because he loves playing right. a weirdo and that's yeah. what batman is to him
2: god but like look if we we managed to get Rob, convince Robert Paston to play this till he's fifty. I don't want Batman re, Batman Returns shit. Frank Miller sucks. I I think his books suck. <laughs> Fair all, enough. All his books suck. People people overrate him. Uh, no, if we get fifty year old Robert Paston playing Batman, I everything. want Batman Beyond. I want I want to see him like training like Terry McGinnis and like.
0: Oh, that would be so good. I would love that. And, you know, frankly, it's kind of the right time to do that story, too. Because, like, you know, uh, the, the like, main movie going, like, product purchasing demographic is kind of where we're at yeah. right now. And that's, like, one of the cartoons that we all grew up with. Yeah. So, it feels like, like, it's, it's I, like, you know, I could see them going that way eventually. But it's you like know. They
2: haven't done anything with Batman Beyond. And it's like, what? What? It's, it's like yeah. this ball of potential that you are just leaving on the table like you know there was like this comic dc made that they called batman beyond but it had nothing to do with batman beyond like it was like
1: i I will say in my in the animation circles that i'm in that a lot of my batman friends were alluding that this movie reminded them a lot of batman beyond like they 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 were like if i were to pick an animated batman movie that it or like series and like any of the animated batman stuff it's more batman beyond than yeah like whatever that other one is yeah, that everyone I,
2: loves i definitely agree with them on that yeah
1: <laughs> and they're like yeah this yeah. it's much more so i feel like they could definitely start picking things from up on that track
0: yeah all right well anyway we've been going for a while so you guys want to move on over to the ratings sure. section sure All right. Thank you all for a very, uh, very good discussion there. Um, now we're going to be moving on to the ratings where we're going to rate the topic on a scale from one to ten.
1: Bat piece, gun pieces that make a symbol. <laughs>
0: Oh, Frank! Right. Uh, Batman's rope gallery characters. Robert Matson. Uh, number number. Wait, one to ten different things that we could come up with that mean a rat with wings before we get to bat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Which I like that.
1: Also, random side note again because I was reminded of I reminded myself of the bat that is made of the, the gun that killed his parents.
0: He used it as a yeah. letter
1: opener. <laughs> Like, oh, right, he yeah. Does,
0: did do they ever say that that was the gun that was used to kill his parents? Or, Not like, in
1: the movie, but that is what the director right. said when they did the costume announcement.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Because like I knew that as a detail, but it's never—it's like, never explicitly it's never really said in the movie. Yeah. It
1: is just something the director said when they dropped the design. And I just love that he uses it to like cut some cut some crime scene tape and use it as a letter opener, do- like.
0: How did Bruce Wayne get
1: that gun? Right?
2: I mean, I I guess, like, you know, I guess, like, (laughs) the guy who shot his parents then, like, just dropped the gun and ran.
1: Yeah, he dropped it and ran. Yeah. And so I think it was, like, crime scene evidence, and then he broke in and stole
0: Sure, but why would you drop crime scene evidence? (laughs) Like, you can't... Anyway, uh, Jocelyn, (laughs) go ahead first. How'd you feel about the Batman?
1: Are we really using, uh... The uh Yeah,
0: one to one to ten fucking rat with wing euphemisms. Rat with I wing euphemisms, okay. Or just rats with wings, if that helps. It, it I do love
1: easier. rats with wings. Um the... I I really enjoyed this movie.
0: Or, or alternatively, one to ten times that Gordon calls Batman the man casually. <laughs> hey, man. <in> <laughs> hey man. Hey man. Hey <laughs> man. Oh. So, hey man. We gotta go. <laughs> hey man. I, I, know, I know you're I, feeling I, down. Are you all right,
2: man? W- want some happy juice?
1: I I really gotta <laughs> say, I think I give it a nine out of ten. Rats with wings. Um, just because like I really did enjoy it. I really loved it. I really want to watch it again in theaters. Probably, preferably in seats that don't move. Um, But, like... (laughs) (laughs) It was just, like... I really enjoyed it. But I want to... like I I do wonder about its rewatchability now that I know everything and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, Some of the comedy aspects felt out of nowhere, but also felt completely in its place. So it was a very odd... Viewing experience, but I really enjoyed the viewing experience. Um, I do think we could have shaved off a couple of minutes just on. (laughs) Like, it's. And it's not even changing any beats or anything. It's just like there's certain like wide shots that could have been cut a few like frames earlier that would have just. If you just do that a bunch, you'd probably lose a couple of minutes. Definitely
0: have uh, definitely could have cut out the fucking Joker Stinger. Yes. Oh my
1: god. The Joker Stinger was not needed. Um, But I, I did really enjoy. Robert, I like, he just did. I, I really think he did a very, very good job of being the Batman. You felt like he lived in the suit. You felt like he felt weird when he took the bat suit off. And had to be a human, and like that was really nice. I really liked his way of playing Batman, and I'm excited to see how he eventually starts playing Bruce Wayne more. Um, Andy Serkis killed it. Colin Farrell killed it. Every single person in this cast killed it. I think it was a very good crafted character movie, and I think all of them did their homework. They did their research, and I think they all performed the characters in the setting that they were in very well. So I give it a 9 out of 10. Bats with, rats with rats with wings.
0: Chowder, how many rats does do these wings? Right, get? I'm going to give
2: it 8 out of 10 rats with wings. Uh, I would like to, to make uh, I would like to make one of the euphemisms uh, an alternate universe where Remy decide to become Batman. So that's rats
0: <laughs> with wings. Anyways, uh,
2: like Remy from Ratatouille anyways, uh, so so uh yeah, uh one I will say, Robert Pattinson, I think he's the best live-action Batman. He's just very good. I I love him. I love Ooh. that emo boy interpretation. Uh that's one thing. Like, you could kind of categorize every bat all the Batman movies into like different kinds of school kid archetypes, you know, like the Tim Burton movies are like the goth <laughs> kid, the uh <laughs> The uh, Joel Schumacher movies are like the uh, uh, theater kid. The uh, the yep. Nolan movies are like the ROTC yeah. military nut Mike <laughs> might, might, might sh- like <laughs> walk into the school and shoot everyone up, kid. Uh, oh my god! The Jesus so Christ. The the Snyder the then Snyder back with
1: our emo kid.
2: The Snyder movies are definitely the jock, and yeah, exactly. This is this is the emo kid. uh Yeah, no, uh, I I like a Batman movie that's actually a mystery and, like, detective story, uh, and, like, the bits of humor actually really hit with me, I, I love, I love, yeah, I don't know, I think it's just very well executed, even if I feel like the flooding scene is unnecessary, it doesn't actually overcome the things I like about this movie, so, yeah, definitely solid. Nice.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, as for I think I'm probably also landing at, at a 9. I, I can't say... I still think that, like, on a movie as a whole, I think my favorite Batman movie is still probably The Dark Knight. Like, it's just such a good movie. Um, this one, I think, has the potential for a movie in this series to be better than The Dark Knight, but I still feel like, you know... Like, I, I think I like this, the, the universe that they're setting up here, the best out of anything we've seen so far. I just need to see more of it to like really confirm that. You know what I mean? That's fair. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, like, I I like that it wasn't a typical superhero movie, and it it took its time with things. I like that we just had some rogues running around the city, kind of doing their own thing, not, like, the most plot-important characters. Uh, And, you know, because I I like that idea of, like, oh, yeah, Gotham is just filled with a bunch of psychopaths that are just doing their own thing, right? And it, it feels a little bit more lived in rather than, like, making each character like a huge, you know, pin in the narrative, even if they all had relevance in the narrative but like a penguin especially right like could have been filled by any other person like he wasn't you know there was no resolution to the story with penguin he just was there and then wasn't the biggest problem so we stopped talking about it yeah. you know? um and yeah no i i the casting choices in this movie i thought were truly inspired like i loved jeffrey wright as gordon i love zoe kravitz as as catwoman like, the only one that I, like, honestly, like, Robert Pattinson did great. Like, he was fine, but he, I think when I walked away from the movie, I was like, that was the one that I was, like, the least, like, impressed with. Like, not <laughs> like he did anything wrong. It was just that, like, everyone else in the story, I was just like, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, my gosh, wow, Paul yeah. Dano, fuck yeah. <laughs> Whereas Robert Pattinson is just like, yeah, you did you did what you had to, and it was good, you know? <laughs> my
1: boy but Paul still, Dano like, fucking killed it.
0: Yeah, so Paul Dano cool. was Colin great. Colin Farrell like, just I, as soon, <clears throat> like as soon as we got Paul Dano announces the Riddler, I'm like, whatever they do with this, like, that's a good casting as yeah. the Riddler. Yeah, no, uh,
2: Colin Farrell was Penguin, fucking fantastic. That interrogation, yeah, scene Oh was my the god, best. I love it. Uh, yeah,
1: I just I, the, the reason and I like our pets so much is because he did so good at letting them act their best. Like, he was a very good sounding board for all of them, which
2: is why they all
1: did so well. Yeah, which is very very in line with Batman.
2: Like, Batman's always, like, the stoic silent type who just... Let's wacky characters. Bounce yeah, he's off he's them.
1: the he's the good straight man for them to play off
2: of, yes. and I really like this
0: idea in general too of like him being you know not day one Batman but a really early unpolished Batman where he's not quite thinking ahead of the supervillains and he's not quite you know fighting totally as good as he could be and stuff. Like I I, I do hope that it develops more into the character who's a little bit more like you know. Superhumanly in control of everything, sort of like how the the, uh, the Christopher Nolan uh, Batman was, where it's just like, oh yeah, he like really impressively does all these things that it's just like, oh wow, this guy's like a living legend. Like, we're not quite there yet with him, but I like that sort of like more humanized version of Batman. And i hope that it kind of evolves into this character who is really more of like this force to be reckoned with yeah. that like a lot of the other live action batmans have been even when they haven't like totally earned that yet so i i'm really excited about where this is going and i think that if done properly and being allowed to like really take their time with building out the batman beats of the story i think that this could be like a really really good live action batman going forward and uh, and as even if they just did stopped at one movie it was still a really good and entertaining movie um and it explored a lot of aspects of batman that i think we haven't really gotten proper live action live action explorations of up until this point so uh yeah that's uh nine nine out of ten rats with wings nice. Uh, do, for for this one for me. I
1: do have one other thing that I just realized about this movie.
0: Most yeah, of no. it was
1: made during COVID.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's wild.
1: Like.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. Like
0: this was
1: during twenty twenty. Like so, they had put out like a teaser of like some of the more the, like we know that the scene, uh, the church scene where there was a lot of people that was all filmed prior to COVID. But like. Right. The fact that they were able to pull off. This so well and so beautifully that I could forget it was made when actors yeah. couldn't. There was a lot of set regulations, especially because like they had to
0: set. They had to shut down yeah. for a while because Robert Pattinson
1: got it. Yeah, they, no, like they had to shut down. Like, there were
2: there were a lot for, like, of limi-
1: multiple times.
2: There were a lot of limitations they had to work around in order uh because of COVID, and also there's like a lot of like acting things decisions that like are informed by the fact that Robert Pattinson. Uh, had like an earpiece in with like the directors giving him director giving him direction remotely and, uh. and, and you yeah know, cause they like couldn't be yeah exactly and like so like there's just plenty of th- moments where you can just tell like Robert Pattinson's doing one thing he's get told okay now turn turn to the right and like he does like a and like he turns and like he doesn't turn he doesn't turn his head he just turns his whole chest like he's a first person shooter character or two but, two. Right. but, I,
1: but I think that the movie but it kind
2: of works because Batman is so like weird
0: yeah, anyway. yeah
1: but like it's, it's amazing that despite all of the stuff that happened during 20 because this was 2020 so it was like when people actually were putting in real regulations on stuff there's been yeah. a lot of movies that have come out that were during the 2020 filming period where you can tell that it was made during yeah. 2020 you can't tell with this
0: Right, and I, like there's things that you can that. find if you're really looking for it, but like,
1: yeah, it's it's. I wasn't very, even
0: thinking about that when I was watching it. Yeah,
1: like it's. I literally was like, oh wait, this was filmed because I of other reasons I remember why this was being filmed in 2020. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like they they it you can't really tell, and I find that right. fat, like they stopped production for like long time at one point when everything first shut down because everyone was like how do we even do films safely Um, so there was two different moments where everything shut down for a very long period of time in 2020 and you can't tell that from the actors. You can't tell that from anything. And I'm I'm just, it's yeah. very impressive. And I think everyone who worked on this movie deserves a huge round of applause and pat on the back because they did an amazing job.
2: All right. They, one, they one, they Yeah. yeah, Give the yeah. One Robert, last thing. I'm, Robert
0: Pat on the yeah, back. One
2: last thing I want to say before <laughs> we move into credits. That scene where like uh, Robert pats and like, you know, jumps off the building and like glides through the air. There's this one shot where like the camera's like, Super close up to his face, and like he's just like oh, grinning yeah. his teeth a lot. That's it. The, like that one shot just kind of sticks on my head for some reason. It's just oh, so... just want
1: a gif of that?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just so, <laughs> it's stuck in my mind, and I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> That's it let's move on to well brands. with
0: that i think we're gonna have to to wrap it up here <laughs> thank you all for listening to the common geeking program again i have been your host jeff levitt uh if you want to find me on the internet i have a, a youtube channel where i do toy reviews that's alchemist prime reviews if that's all up your alley but if not that's okay and again i've been joined by jocelyn and chowder either of you have things you want to toss out there guess not
1: (laughs) (laughs) i I was well i was like just trying i i should probably go first because i was first in the intros but uh
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) i've been jocelyn um my big plugs as always are um watch mau mau heroes of pure heart on hbo max had to think of where that was hosted for a second um it's on hbo max there's like 40 episodes they're all really great check them out um and also check out you know you, you may have heard of it probably not um the uh legends uh the critical roles legend of vox machina on amazon prime it's a really small indie yeah. project Pro- probably haven't heard of it um <laughs> check it out it's really dope um uh, I mean, that was a lot of fun uh, and that, those are those are the two things to to do to support me thanks
2: hi i'm tamil Chaudhry or chowder whichever you prefer you can find me on twitter at tamil underscore chowder uh, you can also find me on our sister podcast, Dice Populi, a real, uh, real, real play D&D podcast. Uh, the current story arc is about to come come to a close. The one I'm DMing, it uh, kind of went on for a while. Uh, I got a little ambitious with that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I got to say. Woo. So yeah, check
1: out
2: all of that stuff. Dice
0: Populi is great. Uh, our Definitely next... watch that. Yeah, no, it's a good time. Or listen, 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 listen to that. There's nothing to watch. I mean, you can watch something while, while you listen. You yes. <laughs> yeah, right. It has to be something without audio, though. Yeah. Because you know. Anyway, our <laughs> our next episode of the Common Geeking Program will be another Common Briefing Program where we look at the uh, the geek news for the month of April, and that'll be airing on the uh, the first Friday in May, which will be May sixth. And then our next proper geeking program episode will be on or about the, uh, the third Friday in May, the 20th. So stay tuned for that. And uh, as always, thank you for listening, subscribing, sharing, and everything else that you do. And we'll talk to you next time. Man.
2: This episode of the Common Geeking Program was created by Jeff Levitt and Colin Ketchin, with this episode hosted by Jeff Levitt, featuring Taimul Chodery and Jocelyn Barkenhagen. This episode was edited by me, will Choudhury, with music by Colin Ketchin. This episode was brought to you by... Vengeance. Serve with a side order of Just Ice. Anyways, if you would like to know more about us, you can uh, find us on our website, commongeekingprogram.com, or our Twitter, at Geeking Program. Anyways, stay in touch, stay tuned, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Ciao!